Blog Talk Radio. Boxes, 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 boxes. You're tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. OBP Midweek coming at you in full effect, like we do. Each and every Wednesday, when I say each, I mean some, and when I say some, that means most of the time, we give it to you live, 9 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Pacific, I was about to put the S in there, but you know, I've already been firing up a little something, but man, we got a lot going on in this boxing game. You already know who it is. It's your boy, D-Will, a.k.a. Willa, a.k.a. Willa the King, out here trying to give you the best in boxing talk. That's what we do out here outside of boxing podcast, the family. And we got a lot of boxing to talk about, man. We've got we've got a uh, U.K. brother, Bumoff, on the other side of the pond. We've got a guy that, you know, like, Gary Russell Jr., a guy that has let me down as a black boxer, and but he somehow only has one loss going up against the little, in, I don't, I'm not Indian, like a Russian, I don't know, guy for the WBC super middleweight title. We've got the Joshua Big Baby Miller press conference foolery. You know, we've got the Tyson Tyson Fury making a whole bunch of money with ESPN. And also, it's been announced who Lomachenko is going to fight next. And boy, is it a doozy. And when I mean doozy, I mean what the fuck. But before we get into anything, I want to bring in the fam. And by fam, I mean my man JP, the newest addition to the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, the host of Relatively Fat and Black Podcast, which is a good one. They talked about uh, Old Juicy. They talked about Kaepernick, Steve Harvey, talked about a lot of good stuff on there uh, yesterday. Good show. Make sure y'all go check that out. Well, with no further ado, let me take it out there to Inglewood. Up to no good, you know, my man JP. JP, what's popping out there, my man? Man, chilling, chilling. It's hump day. Um, trying to get through the week. <clears throat> good day to talk boxing, man. We got a big weekend. It looks like that's lined up. Good fights, I think. Competitive. Some uh, some interesting topics, nonetheless. But uh, I think it's going to be a good boxing week. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Let's get into it. 
Let's get into it. Let's get into it. But first, I've got to sting you, my man. I mean, I gotta gotta talk about a few things. Not really. We're just gonna not just real quick. You know, I was listening to your mm-hmm. show this, uh, show today. You did an excellent job posting as usual. You didn't oh, say man, um at all. Not one. Not even one time. So that's really? that means you. Yeah, not even one time. It was that was an oh, excellent shit. job you did, man. So. I must have been on that vibranium but, or something. Yeah, <laughs> you was on that vibranium. <laughs> that sweetest vodka, that Spetka. You know, that, oh, hey, that you was on that Spetka, you said they drink. That's oh, that Swedish. Yeah, you know, that's my, my wife is Swedish. Yeah, so, you know, that's that's what we sip out here. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I want to I wanna just clarify something. You know, y'all were talking about the Grammys. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And y'all were talking about the rap rap album of the year, and it was Cardi mm-hmm. B. And there was questions about that, but I could have swore I heard you say somebody questioned that, and you said that the Cardi B album was fire. Is that was that your words? I mean, what what did you say, man? Because you, you saw you almost lost me. Like you watched the WNBA, think... and you like Leia. <laughs> That's what it sounded Look, like to me. Man. Now it's a course graded on a curve. Uh, the curve being us, you and me being 35, 36, 37, that equates us to being grumpy old men. So what we think is dope ain't going to be dope, okay, first of all. So it don't matter if it could have been Lil Yachty, fucking Uzi Vert. Uh, I fuck with Uzi Vert and Yachty. Do you? Well, shit. Yeah. Well, most of the men of our age don't. They ain't got an ear for it. But none, nonetheless, getting back to Cardi, Cardi gave you undoubtedly the best single of the year of 2018 with uh, Bodak Yellow. That's just undisputed. Um, she what? was in every – Bodak Yellow wasn't the dopest. I mean, not it wasn't the dopest. But did it go the hardest, the longest? <laughs> Answer the question, nigga. What went harder, no, longer I mean, than Bodak Yellow? I mean, it was played the longest. You know, oh, hey, Cardi B is getting played out. I ain't gonna lie. The other day, I don't listen to the radio. I usually listen to sports talk radio. I'm listening to Spotify. I was listening to the radio mm-hmm. every now and then because my son, he won't listen to it. And it was like three back-to-back Cardi B songs, back-to-back-to-back on that same I'm time. I had to turn you. it off, man. She hey, she's fire, doing the same, man. She now, might be on fire, a- but the record wasn't on fire. I mean, I haven't listened to it. I ain't going to lie. I've never purchased a women's album. In my- well, no, I had the Lauryn Hill. I ain't going to lie. I, might- I had the Lauryn Hill, but that's about it. Uh, women's... Uh- Rap Me album, like you, I'm like you too. I think I might have. You got the Cardi B though. With. I ain't got that. Man, I got Spotify. Yeah, well, See, I've never now, jammed here. a women's album. I might jam some You've women's song. Mia X. I might jam some Mia X. Who's uh, like? Because I am. I am. I'm very chauvinist. I mean, it is what it is. Now, I, I'm not a chauvinist pig, but I'm chauvinist. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm showing this for you sure. just ain't a pig with your shit. You just yeah, I'm just not a pig with, with a do your thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say women can't play basketball oh, or they shouldn't be playing basketball. Uh, 
I'm just going to say I ain't watching that shit. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, dog, I was driving home today, and I thought to myself, like, why does my wife have to make me food and have to give me plates of food? Like, why is this just – I don't know even know why it's like that. But I'm like, I ain't trying to change nothing, but that's just strange. She's supposed to be your partner, but she's kind of like your low-key slave at the same time. Well, that's you. See, I don't take it that far. Plus, you know, my wife is uh, Caucasian, so I don't want to, you know, I, don't, I want my meat done well. I want accessories uh, <laughs> on that. No mayonnaise. So I usually do the cooking at my house. But, hey, man. Hey, let's get that's past that. Last thing, well, I got to know, because the shit, the culture got to know. You, you got a white woman over there for lack of a better word. I don't know if she's Scandinavian or Switzerland or New Zealand Swedish. or whatever. She white. Swedish. So, yeah, she's Swedish. Scandinavian. Yeah, exactly. Swedish, like the like a Swiss army knife, ain't she? No, Swedish, not, the, not Switzerland. Oh, Swiss. Oh, see? That's you got to educate us, bro. Yeah. You, you tell me Swedish, I'm thinking of a Swiss army knife. Anyway. The Swedish. Um, yeah, the Switzerland don't have the fire though. Sweden, Sweden does. Man, I gotta learn about y'all. But look, do she know how to season food? That's what all black people want to know. No, she real. didn't. No, she didn't. She's learning. She couldn't season shit. No, she. That's salt and pepper. That's it. What is this? Season so salt. You'll see, well, Your Thanksgivings be trash, huh? Well, you got to go to the family for Thanksgiving, don't you? That's where I go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to my my parents for Thanksgiving. No, she she now we've been married for eight years. She's she's uh-huh. learned. She can cook. She can uh-huh. cook. She, her seasoning skills just went on point. Now they are. But I still <laughs> I'm a cooking man. I enjoy cooking. So I cook, but hey, mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. We're not going to talk about your your thing for uh, bogus music. We're gonna let's go. Let's get into this boxing, man. Yes, sir. Now, I think we've got. I've been getting my information on. I don't know what what uh, what fucking site, but they've been saying Showtime and shit's been coming on ESPN. So I might have my channels wrong. So if anybody's out there, I had it wrong last week. It says Showtime, but it was really ESPN. I think. We've got Anthony Durrell versus Abney Yadimir. I can't Valdemir. Who? Um, cool. Abney Yadimir. I don't know. I think they're fighting on Fox yeah. Sports One. My shit says Showtime, but then I heard somebody say Fox Sports One, so that's neither here nor there. But they're fighting for the the, the vacant WBC middleweight title, which. Benavidez, I believe, was it the the young Benavidez lost his belt because he was on that sniffery. I think they're fighting for that belt. So Anthony look, did Durrell. you say? Okay, yeah, you said it. You said Darrell. You said the name, the word Darrell, in in the context of boxing, and to me, that's offensive. Uh, I don't know if you know that about me or not. Maybe people don't know that about me, but the word Darrell. In the context of boxing, to me, is offensive because I, I want to fight when I hear it, and it, it enrages me on the inside. I I rather watch, you know, a booger eating contest, uh, anything, than than 
watch either of those fools at this point. Now, I'd rather the Peterson brothers. Now, I don't know what happened to Anthony Peterson, but uh, if, we, if we're talking about brothers that look alike from that time, I um, give me the Petersons. I want nothing to do with the Darrell. Oh, well, give me give me the guys out here, the Charlos. But I'm with you 100%. These Darrell brothers, they're representing Flint, Michigan poorly. And when I say poorly, I mean poorly. They represent <laughs> – I don't know. One of them is – this is – I believe this is the one that got put – no, no, no. I think that was the brother that – where they had to fight. They had to fight in the ring. No, this is the one that got beat up by – no, that, that was the brother. This is the better now, one. Now, if I have to choose the between the Jack. brothers, if I have to choose between them, I'll take Anthony because Andre right, just right. is fucking I, – I, I can't tolerate him. But yeah, I'll take Anthony. Worst at least Anthony, yeah, Anthony going, you know, he going to try to hit you hard in the first six rounds. And he, he looks crazy in the eyes. You can tell he got issues for real. Yes, you definitely can. He has that, uh, that I'm a little off. I'm a little yeah. off looking in his eye. But, yeah, he's fighting the little man, uh, Abney Yildermere. And I think, you know, uh, this might be a bum off. He's 21, 21 and one. I believe his only loss was to uh, Eubanks Jr., who also is fighting in the UK bum off uh, later that probably earlier, earlier in the day that Saturday. Uh, let's see. I guess let's take it to you, JP. I mean, right off the bat, we both know the Durrell brothers are not our cup of tea. They've let they've let the black race down. Now I don't know if they've let us down as much as, as much as Gary Russell did, but it's damn near close because it's two of them and they're and so there's like one package and the way they just stink it up sometimes. Even though this guy only has one loss and it was to Badu Jack who is legitimate. I don't like him. I hope he wins, but have you seen the other guy fight? I, I've seen him fight one time. It's a little guy. He's fighting hard. But that's about it. He is the champion. Is he the champion? No, no, no. They're fighting for the bank. So he already fought for the WBC super middleweight title his last fight. No, my, so this guy is the champion. It doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. He's the no, no. He's the international champion. There we go. I was I was missing that word. So he's the international champion. He beat some bone, but he lost to Eubanks a while ago. He isn't really that good. I've seen him fight one time before. Little short guy, got a little power, but he might give Darrell something that he he isn't ready for because we know this guy doesn't like to fight for twelve rounds. He'll start sucking it up at the end. Go ahead, JP. I mean, uh, break this down for us. Let us know what you got. I mean, for as long as as we've endured having to watch the Darrells fight on TV, I still don't know what I'm ever going to get out of either of them. That's what's so strange about them, you know? I feel, I feel like we've been watching these guys on TV for a decade. Now, speaking to that, you know, these dudes have had numerous opportunities, you know, opportunities a lot of people don't get. And they've just been put on, you know, stage, on television, and on big fight promotions, you know, for a long time. I don't know if they're like 
you know, what Bomani Jones called the the look the part all stars. Because, you know, Andre Durrell is a look apart look the part all star. Andre Durrell looks like a hundred and sixty pound all American. You know what I mean? He just looks like he's a great boxer. He gets in there for the first two to three minutes and you think you got, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard mixed with Alexis Aguayo on your hands. But you quickly realize it's just a figment of your imagination. It just looks that way for a second. You know, Willa, you play football, I play football. It's a whole bunch of look-to-part all-stars on the field. But at some point, the men get separated from the boys. But going through the ranks as you're coming through high school and Pop Warner, it'd be, you know, you got homeboys who I got a homie who was starting in high school just because he was 6'3", you know, 220. But he was, you know, really wasn't that good. But point being, man, uh, the Durrells have had a lot of opportunities. Anthony, I, I don't know who he's fighting, but I feel like anybody can beat him. You don't have to be anything special because you don't know what you're about to get out of this guy. Now, if this, I'm pretty sure they're uh, PBC promoted fighters. Uh, you know, and kudos to Al Heyman then. You know, if his job is to make, if Al Heyman's job is to get his fighters fights that are lucrative and that, of course, keep them safe and they become rich men. Man, he's doing a fucking stellar job of it because he's keeping the likes of these guys alive. He's, he's, Adrian Broner just was in a pay-per-view fight. You know, you kidding me? You know, so it's, it's several of these dudes. You, you hear about Colazzo every now and again. He, so bang-up job for him. But as far as uh, Darrell goes, man, I, I really just have not too much. I, I have more interest in Anthony than I do. Andre, simply because, like you said, he did lose to a a legitimate guy, and at least he tried to hurt people. I've seen Andre flail around the outskirts of the ring way too much for my liking, so, and try to fucking jab to a 12-round victory. Get the fuck out of here. I'm done. Well, my bad, my yeah. bad. Hey, I think these guys. I think we're mixing these guys up. I think we might be. When I think about it, my man is a. He was the former WBC champ, right? And I think he had. When I'm looking back at his record, he had that whack draw against Saki Obika, and I think that's when it all went. We started. We started to put him in the realm of his brother, right? We put him in the realm mm-hmm. of his brother because we've seen his brother stink it up. Then but the he goes out there and he beats touted. The brother's supposed he to is. be the one that's the better of the two. Exactly. So that's why I exactly. So the, that brother's supposed to be the better of the two, even though he's weak. Mm-hmm. I think we're giving this brother. We might be giving this brother the just what I think about. What I think about, he hasn't beat anybody, but he was the champion and he lost to. He lost to Badu Jack in majority decision, right? So he, when I remember the fight, he got he was winning some rounds, but then he sort of like faded away. He beat Rubio, then he, he TKO Truex. He beat some other guy I've never heard of. He TD, what is TD? Technical drum? What the hell does that mean? I don't know what TD. Oh, no. TD some other guy. Then it was another unanimous decision. 
I don't like him, but I think I think it's his brother's fault. I think it's his brother's fault. You know, my man is uh, what is he? Thirty six. He's thirty six. No, thirty two and one. Twenty four knockouts. So he's he's knocking boys out a little. And he hasn't been KO'd. He's got one draw, but it was against Saki Obika. Now that that's pretty bad. But I think we might be giving mm-hmm. him a bad a bad rap because of his because of his brother's antics. I think it's uh, some of his antics too, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, if some some went down with these dudes, you know how these brothers be, and you know niggas be acting up in some kind of after fight skirmish. I think something like that might have went down with him too, and you know I didn't really wasn't feeling like that. I think that was the, so. Wasn't that the other brother? That was the other brother when they when the guy hit him after after the bell, and then they had to fight in the thing, right? Is that what you're talking about? You talking about something else? Uh, probably, I can't remember exactly. Uh, I think it's that yeah, because he because he doesn't have he doesn't have a. Because he was disqualified, right? He was getting his ass whooped. Remember, he was getting his ass whooped, and then like the guy hit him, and they, or he hit the guy, or something like that. That was the other brother. That wasn't yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I man, think you mixed, may be I think, right, man. You may be right. It may have a lot to do with Andre. And I also seen Andre, you know, try to jab some dude to death. Like never sit down on the right hand ever. You know, so I don't know. I, I and but even Anthony. I haven't been overwhelmed, and like I said, man, we've been watching these dudes for a long time, a long time. Yeah, yeah, these dudes' careers, yeah, exactly. So these dudes' careers, especially on TV, man, you know, these dudes been on TV pretty consistently. So you know, I'm kind of over it. Well, yeah, I feel you, but I think they're just holding the belt for David Benavidez. Was on that sniffery, got caught on that sniffery. I'm pretty sure they're just holding it for him, and he'll get that back pretty soon because he's whipping the hell out of both of those guys. But um, Mm -hmm. I learned a little trick that I wanted to do from you, man, today. So we're gonna let me see if I got it on here. We're gonna go to the next. We're gonna go to the next topic. So hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. You got the best sound bites, man. You got, you're killing it. You're killing it with this shit. Oh, we got man. we got another uh, another fight going on, and if you ever listen to the show, which the the listeners we have, I think they stick with us, so they know. I've got a thing when it comes to light skin UK brothers, mm. and guess what we have? Racism. A light skin. UK brother, ace off. Just a super middleweight contest. The shit says contest because it ain't for a belt because of both of these guys are baby tra- are baby garbage. Not they're not baby garbage. <laughs> both of these guys are are talented athletes who are missing that one key thing, and that's that's what all what UK brothers be? are. That's, I mean, I don't know what it is. It's just something that we got that they don't got. I don't know what it is. So these, mm. these guys out here, James DeGale, 20, what is he, 20, shit, I just fucked it up, 20, 
seven and one, twenty seven and two. No, James McGill is twenty five and two. Chris Eubanks Jr., one of the the guys that sort of this, Chris Eubanks Jr. when he was coming up, I thought he had the goods, but he let me down uh-huh. as usual. Like like the like they all do. Looked the part all star. Dad came in talking about he was gonna be great. Trash. But James McGill, I think he's coming off a win. Coming off a uh, KO win against uh, Munoz. I think we saw that fight. I don't. I can't remember if he looked good. He beat. He came. He's coming off the split with Caleb Truax. Caleb Truax, who Anthony Durrell knocked out, I believe. You know, so Anthony Durrell is doing stuff. You know, you know. I think we're giving giving him a bad rap, but. That's neither here nor there on this one. But you got anything? Oh, we never made our predictions. Oh, yeah, we both predicted Darrell to win. Chris, you yeah, so Darrell showcase. Yeah, versus James DeGill. Who you got winning? Who you think's gonna win? Uh, uh, are you excited for this at all? What is this, what does this fight do for you? I think it's, it's probably gonna be during the daytime early fight. What is it? The zone. It don't even say any. It don't even say the zone on it. It didn't say anything. It's just no. Well, it says, no, it says Showtime. No, the shit says ITV pay per view. I think is what it said. Slash Showtime. So we might get it on Showtime, maybe afterwards or something like that. But it says Showtime on there. So this is a pretty I big fight. These fight. are two two top ten super middleweights. Yeah, I'd watch this fight. This fight has some meaning to it. I think both these guys are at a crossroad. They're fighting for relevancy right now. You know, this is uh, one guy goes on to, you know, fight a contender. And the, this the guy who loses, ooh, man, you're you going to be in a position where you're kind of looking for a favor. You know, so this fight has meaning to it. And I always love those fights where you got guys whose careers are kind of at a – of a, a situation where it could either go up or down. And I think we you got both of that right now. I think you got hungry dudes too. And I think you got dudes who want to beat the other. You know, it means a lot where they from. You know, you like you said it's two UK brothers. So in the UK, this fight has some meaning. Now, it was once upon a time like you spoke upon uh, once upon a time how um Chris Eubank looked apart. Uh but once upon a time, man, not too long ago James DeGale was, you know, pound for pound list. You know what I mean? James DeGale was the man at, uh, what was it, 54 or whatever it was. But not too long ago, man, James DeGale almost looked untouchable. Then he looked real touchable really quickly. So it was a steep fall from from grace for James DeGale. Uh, I think James DeGale just one of them dudes with a really frail ego. Once, you know, and like the adage goes, like once a fighter gets, you know, hurt and beaten, then it's more easy, he's more easily to be beaten. I think that happened to James DeGale, you know, a guy who probably was always, you know, the Mr. Untouchable his whole life. And it's it always happens when Mr. Untouchable get touched finally, you know, their mentality, you know, a lot of times are is not the same as it was. So I think that happened to James DeGale. James DeGale seems like a, a type of guy that doesn't want to get beat up too bad in public, but he has, you know, arguably. So uh, 
Chris Eubank needs a needs a win. You know, Chris Eubank for a guy who who's had the cachet that he's had and the acclaim, and you know, be out here talking that tough shit. You know, he he need to beat somebody, or it's like you a sideshow, bro. You a looked apart all star. You go in there and beat the hell out of some bags and some some pads, but put you in the ring with somebody with a pulse. You just ain't the same. So. I'm digging the fight. I'm. I, I look to you know. I might look out for it. Now I'm not gonna lie. I'm definitely gonna watch the fight because, like I said, both of these guys have skills. They just they're just missing something. And I lied. This is for a belt. This is for that other belt, the IBO. That don't nobody know. Uh, so it is for a belt. I lied. I'm definitely going to check it out, though. I, like I said, I used to like both of these guys. Like you said, James DeGale at one point, he was murdering boys at the same – I think he was always a super uh, middleweight, maybe. I think he, yeah, I think he was always a super middleweight. So he, he's been murdering boys. Yeah, he gave the other Darrell brother that worked. I think he might have lost to Badu Jack. I think that's when he started falling off. But I think he went through where he was TKO and a, a lot of guys. I would, I don't know about pound for pound list, but he might have been a top fifteen to twenty fighter in the in the game at one point, and he was making a name for himself. And of course, he has a dime piece as a sister. And I think yeah, him getting his ass yeah him getting his ass whooped, she stopped coming to the fights. He's lost a little luster. Um, yeah, but it is a good fight. I want to see. I want to see where Eubanks is. I listened to Eubanks's father, and he said, "You know, this boy, he didn't listen. He didn't want to listen to me, so he had to learn the hard way." He said, "His father said I had the tools, but he didn't want to listen to me, so he learned the hard way." He says, now he's listening. Now he's listening. So maybe he is. There's always, just because, even though I have a disdain, a disdain for UK brothers, I want to give them love. There was at one point I used to fuck with AJ. There was at one point I used to mess with Eubanks, DeGale, Brooks, all these guys, I used to I used to rock with them. I, I didn't have any hate for them. It's until you prove me wrong that our, uh, you know, I, I don't have any hate for them, but I know at one point, I know deep down inside, at one point, they're going to fold. And they all do. They all fold. But you basically, young man, he hasn't really, <laughs> he hasn't really folded yet. He hasn't folded. He's lost, but I haven't really seen him fold, I don't think. So, we'll see. Gail, yeah. he's. I think Gail was talking about. Gail was talking about retiring. I think at one point, or was that Brooke? I get those two guys. It was what I think they both were. They were talking about. He was talking about retiring. At, I don't know. This is a good fight though. But before we make our predictions, I think we got my man from Central Valley, California, the host of the main show. Royce Arreo, I think I said it right that time. My man RC, 
What's poppin', my man? Rio is what it is, but hey guys, hey sorry I'm late, man. Um, uh, got out the gym and and uh, and made a move downtown over here. Currently out right now, but uh, I had to make a call in, and uh, you know, chilling in the car right now, uh, avoiding this this rain. It's it's coming down right now, so um, I'm just big chilling right now and, and hearing you guys talking about the the Eubanks fight, and um, I mean, I just gotta just put it out there like just just call it what it is a spade is a spade and a fate is a fate and i mean uh, i i i used to like eubanks until i've seen him recently and to me pad work heavy bag work fine and dandy but when it comes to adjustments being made in a fight that's not going a particular type of way as far as sparring session goes for Eubanks. And, you know, you got the excuses from his father talking about he's not listening to me, blah, blah, blah. It reminds me of a lot of guys who have those excuses in the back pocket. And for me, I'm just going to keep it real. I don't see no skills from Eubanks. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, a mental issue or, or as far as him not trying to get into a dogfight, so to speak. And I never was a fan of James DeGale, but James DeGale definitely has skills. And he's got some heart to him. You remember the fight with Badu Jack when he got his teeth busted up and was able to finish that one off? I mean, uh, I, I, I definitely am leaning towards uh, James DeGale in this fight. What looks to be the, the boxes checked off, but uh, I, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, he, 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 he passes the eye test from outside the ring in competition. But as far as what I've seen in the ring, in competition, in the thick of the thin, when the lights are bright, feet to the fire, all that kind of stuff, Eubanks just isn't that guy. Uh, as much as it, the only reason I appreciate to see James DeGale is for one Illinois DeGale, his sister who is you know, a good side to attraction but I don't know if you guys made your predictions but for me, James DeGale picking up a majority decision in this fight and Eubanks he could go to the drawing board as much as he wants, he could uh, try to do things that is outside of his comfort zone listening to his father but to me, no skills whatsoever. It's not first team, no skills. It's probably second team, but no skills. I, I don't see Eubank coming on top of this one, even though from the, 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 the public consensus would say that Eubank is going to probably put these paws on, on James DeGale because we've seen him get outboxed by uh, uh, Caleb Truax and we've seen him have his, his, his bad marks like uh, in fights with uh, uh, Rogelio, Porky Medina. We've seen it. But Eubanks has what it takes to pick up a W in this fight coming up this week, and that's why I'm leaning towards James DeGale. But, you know, Hey, JP, who are you picking in this fight? 
I'll I'll take um I'll take DeGill. I'll take DeGill. I think he'll be able to just no, I'll box Eubank. Eubank is pretty one dimensional. You know what you're gonna get out of Eubank. Gonna be heavily dependent on power shots, you know, loading up. Typical Eubank. Um now if what dad is alluding to that he's going to be more selective and able to set up those shots, then I'm interested, you know, because that's the, 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 what we always have envisioned out of the best Eubank is if he can put it all together, as they say, that the time he just puts it all together. If Eubank can have a jab and be accurate and put all that athleticism and that explosiveness that we see, the seeming power that we see, if he can put it together and, you know, harness it and, you know, direct it right, you know, then we got what we want. We got this guy that we thought was a killer, but it's never come together. So if this is what, you know, Big Eubank is talking about, you know, and and that's happening, then I'm interested. But we'll see. He got a, you know, a pretty crafty son of a gun in front of him to be able to kind of revamp his style. I think he'll revert back to, you know, same old Chris. But because, you know, James DeGale, if nothing else, is going to be in here crafty as hell and, you know, just pulling off all the veteran stunts. And James DeGale ain't got a lot of power, never mm-hmm. did have a lot of power. But he got a whole lot of craft and, and uh, you know, just craft and savvy in the ring. So, It'd be interesting for Chris. I think it's going to be tough for Chris, man. And James Aguil is a tough out with a, you know, something like this. Yeah. So we got two for, two for James Aguil. I, I personally, the young man can put it together. I'm riding with Eubanks on this one. Even though we all know anything can happen at any time with these UK brothers. But I think, Gail is ready to fold. I think Gail was talking about retirement, if I'm, if I believe so, because he lost. I, I don't know. Maybe that was, maybe that was Brooke, but I think it was Gail. He wasn't looking good. He came back. He said, if he lost, yeah, he lost the Truex, right? And then he said he was thinking about retiring. I don't know. I think he's ready to fold. James Gail, he hasn't looked too good as last. He didn't look good his last couple of fights to me. He's been on a downward spiral, and I think that's because he's been getting beat up because he goes – he has heart. That's that's one thing James DeGale does have. I, he has heart. He just stunk it up at the wrong time. But he, he is one of the guys that has heart. He isn't going to go out. He'll just take the beating, and he's taking a few beatings. So I think this young guy's going to – he's faster, quicker, stronger. Hopefully his father is right. When I say young, he's 29, so he's in the prime. So, at 29, I thought he was a little younger than that. At 29, he might be stuck in his ways, but we'll see. Might just be the U.K. Adrian Broner with less skills and less money. So, we'll see how it goes. But I'm riding with Eubanks. I think Eubanks might get the get a stoppage in the around the 10th as the gale just folds over. Or maybe not even anything, but just a lot of pressure in a few in a few uh, body blows. So we'll see what happens. I'm riding with you, Banks, and we'll go from there, man. But um, before we get to anything, 
RC, you had did you have anything for Darrell against Yeldermir? Uh well obviously the, the name recognition from the common census would tell you that Darrell is uh, the obvious favorite in this one. Uh, I the, the the Darrells are, uh, you know, uh, I, I can't put a pin on exactly how I feel about this fight because you, you never really know. But if I was leaning towards anybody, I'd be leaning towards Darrell. And I just want to say one thing on top of this right here. Is your Rockets better win tomorrow, Willa? They better win tomorrow. That's all I know. Harden better do that 30-point shit that he's been doing. Y'all got Capella back. Rockets need to get that W tomorrow because you already know the race that we in. It's NorCal, SoCal, and J- I know JP is SoCal, but NorCal, SACCAM, we trying to get that spot. But fuck JP. So, Just go ahead and say it. Whoa. Whoa. But fuck <laughs> JP and them Lakers, dog. Well, fuck them Lakers. But fuck JP and them Lakers. Yeah. But JP, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't nobody want us in the playoffs. Y'all know if LeBron Turt hit that switch, if we fuck around and hit that switch, y'all know what's going to happen. Hey. <laughs> yeah, LeBron talking about hitting that switch. He said that earlier today. So, hey, all I know is is, is 25 games starting tomorrow, and we, we got two and a half on L.A. right now. And hey. we know the Clippers ain't doing it. So, I'm, I've never gone for the Rockets – besides the playoffs last year against Golden State. But tomorrow, I'm with you, Willa. I'm with that rocket shit. I want to see James Harden traveling like a motherfucker, getting all kind of and one fouls, all that. I want them Rockets to get that W tomorrow. I'm pulling big for this year. So tired of that shit, man. That that definitely will happen. But we're going to check that up at the end. But as Adrian Broner would say. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. (laughs) <laughs> Let's go to the next Next topic we got Oh shit That boy funny We we announced We talked about the announcement of the Anthony Joshua Anthony Miller fight Going on in MSG Last week we I talked about how Jarrell Miller Yeah yeah what I say Who I say You said Anthony Miller <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know who that is. That's uh, probably a basketball player. Yeah, I don't know why I said Anthony Miller. Hey, uh, Anthony Joshua and Jarrell Miller and MSG. I said last week how I really wasn't fucking with it. It was it was a disgrace. You know, we talked about how we talked about how Anthony Joshua said he wasn't gonna fight for fifty million. He Wilder, unless it was in the UK, he's not going to the USA. We saw him say, hey, I'm not going to fight Fury because he has no belt and he, you know, he has no belt and I'm only fighting for championships, right? We heard, we talked about that. We talked about how now all of a sudden he's fighting Jarrell uh, Jarrell Miller, Big Baby Miller in America for no belt. You know, we talked about that. I talked about how I really had a, a bad taste in my mouth about this fight. We talked about it, and at the end of the show, I said, but I'll probably watch it, and by the time it gets down, they're going to get me hyped. That was maybe a week ago, three days ago. 
Then all of a sudden we had the press conference. Let's let's do a few highlights, and then we'll talk about it. Challenger and champion, ladies and gentlemen, June 1st of this year. It all goes down, and as you can see, Jarrell Big Baby Miller, the reigning and defending undefeated champion with a perfect professional record of 22 fights, 22 victories, 21 wins by knockout. I hold my mouth long enough. Long enough. I'm freaking home. Remember I told you that. Ain't nobody gonna dictate to me. Number one, Miller's a little bitch. I'm gonna knock him the fuck out on June 1st. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt. He's a he's an ex-kickboxer, drug abuser, punches like a fairy. Your mom think I'm hit hard though. Where's your mom? She'd be lucky. I pay her rent now. Yeah. I pay her yeah. rent now. Yeah. yeah. I pay her rent. I would now. jump on this car. I pay your mom's rent now. Pretty face over right when now. You see me. Say I'm coming over and slap shit at you. I'm your landlord. Say I won't come over and slap shit at you right I'm now. If you gangster, say I won't come over and slap shit at you right now. I'm gonna take your dad to play golf right there. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Be Where is she? Worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. She thinks she thinks you're cute too. Go right ahead. I know she does. This motherfucker has fucking use exemptions for testosterone, all kind of shit. Like, get out of here. Be like, I've been doing my research on you. Who comes out of Olympics at 220 and go to 240 uh, in a year? Mama's so fat and black, she jumped in the water looking at oil spill. Oh, my God. How old is this kid? How old are you? How old are you? Brooklyn, what up? This nigga sound like a fake ass. <laughs> Your fish and titch, crumpets and tea, you want some what up? Okay, guys. No, 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 we're not gonna rush. Yeah, the people are here. Okay, See, he the boss. He shut Eddie Hurt up so quick. He shut Eddie Hurt up. I, I go one more, one more, one more, one more. Right. Which one is your mom, Drew? How you doing, mom? You look beautiful. Thank you for coming. Ma, ma, well. his girlfriend called me. He got small pecker. Thank I'm just you saying. So you gotta be okay, careful. Fine. Thank you for coming. Let's focus on the questions. Yes, sweet son. Yes. I'm sorry about your son as well. Hey, Adrian, wanna keep talking? Look at, look at, look at. Well, guess what? I'm out here. He could kiss my black ass. No bitch. Walk off. Sit down. Sit down and talk. Sit down and talk. Ain't nothing to get to. Sit down and talk. Where you rushing? Believe that. I'm in your. I'm in your city. Hey. Hey. I'm hyped. Man, that is some epic sound. That shit was so great. Hey, it's wow. It's incredible how they hyped me up. I knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, low-key, I think Joshua might knock this guy out. 
that's just how I'm feeling early. That's just the first week. His mom was in the <laughs> building. I don't know why you talk about somebody's mama if your mom is actually oh, there. If Joshua took wild. it to the way, where's your mom at? Which one's your <laughs> These mom? fools, boy. <laughs> Man, I'm I am. <laughs> hey. But, I mean, now, look, if we talking um, whatever this psychology that people like to apply that lends itself to saying you got someone acting out a character, they're they're not acting like themselves, and that seems to give people and the, the person who has that person acting like that an advantage, that could be said, right? Because we got Anthony Joshua talking about mamas. We're doing mama jokes, okay? So we're in Jarrell Miller's ballpark right now. We're doing what Jarrell Miller wants to do. Anthony Joshua has never acted like this. This is buffoonery, but this is what we expected. Now, I predicted this. I said, this boy here is going to promote this fight, and he's going to make Anthony Joshua a star in New York because Anthony Joshua is going to knock him out. But it's not going to come before all of this, and we just getting started. They just getting warm. Man, so we got literal where's your mom at. You know, like, it's it's hilarity, man. But well, she mean, was I'm, there. She was there. And uh, it looked like she probably gave AJ some, some run or something. Must have winked her eye because uh, Big Baby was out of there shortly after that. Like, hey, Mama, I heard you got a small pecker. Don't, 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 don't get into yeah. that. So I think Moms might have been feeling Joshua for a She might have seen a gleam in Mom's eye and said, oh, shit, she ready to go. But um, She ready to go. Say I won't, but he never would say he he wouldn't though. 
That was pretty weak of Joshua. He he said, "Hey, say I want." He said it about. I watched the whole thing. It was hilarious. I watched the whole thing. He said it about four or five times. Say I won't come over there and smack the shit out of you. And Joshua was like, "Oh, oh, oh." he wouldn't say nothing." But it was very childish, very buffoonish. But it really wasn't coonery. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, likewise, man. And I think one thing that was a little telling, and now you tell me if I'm wrong about this. Big Baby put a little, you know, he put something into that push he pushed Joshua with. Now, it didn't seem to give Joshua much effect, but maybe it was staged. Maybe, you know, it, it looked kind of staged because it looked like a lot of push, and Joshua took it really well. I don't think he's that goddamn strong. Nah, I think nah, that was all real, dog, because that boy pushed him hard. That boy, ooh. That boy, you say, they caught him. They had to catch him, didn't they? Yeah, they had to catch that boy. Really? And then that boy, you know, he he's trying to he tries to play it cool. He tried to get over there because he went down into the stands. Did you watch him? Somebody was talking. He went talking. He was like, "What? What, bitch?" And then he jumped down. He jumped down into the crowd. Joshua. They they had hmm. him needed in there. I don't I don't think that was staged. I think they got out of the boy's skin. But then he calmed down. You know, because he's a proper gentleman. So he calmed down. Uh, You know, I I think that was real, man. But you might be right. But when your mom said, I think that, I don't think that was staged. Because he got pissed off for a second. Yeah. It's a trip how this is playing out, man. But we just getting started. We just getting started. We just getting started. But. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. We got Tyson Fury. Signing for eighty million with ESPN. When I saw this, I said, "Oh, uh oh." That's the first thing I said. Uh oh. I go to YouTube. I look up Fury to ESPN. First thing I hear. Is I'm the A side. Yep. I'm the I'm the main man. I'm the lineal champ, the guy that beat the guy that beat the guy. Mm-hmm. They've got to come to me now. They've got to go to ESPN now. And I knew at that point. Fury Wilder 2, the chances of that happening have decreased drastically. Yeah, man. Shortly after that, uh, I Shortly under that. Oh, no, I was just taking a long pause. My bad. I was just okay. taking a long smoke pause. My bad. But shortly after mm-hmm. that, I go to Twitter, and I see that heavy-handed Jay on Twitter said something very similar. So JP, I'm thinking you're thinking the same thing as me that this Wilder Fury fight might not happen next. And even though it's good for Fury, it might not be great for boxing that he signed to ESPN. Oh yeah, man, this is, this is simple math. And 
Uh, shout out to the homies over there at the Boxing Voice, but they could tell you because uh, we was all together uh, when they watched that Fury Wilder fight. Immediately after the fight, I said, "Fight psychological advantage," and I've been saying this here on the boxing on the Outsiders Boxing. The psychological advantage went to Wilder. I don't give a fuck how wiggly and wormy you can weigh your out of sh- your, yourself out of shit for twelve rounds. There was a man coming dead at you who knocked you down twice, and you felt that. It's a difference. You don't want that smoke. Fury, when they were both still in Los Angeles days after the fight had passed, they could have easily negotiated. Fury immediately got on the media trail, went out there and went with the same rhetoric, I'm the man to beat, I'm you know, the lineal champion, which is – Imaginary <clears throat> And uh, got out here on on press roll But uh, doing the same thing now Now the, the strategic move to ESPN Is obviously a barrier Secondly ESPN gives you The uh, kind of the platform Where it's more spectatorship Showtime Is for us hardcore. Like if you're watching Fights on Showtime That's not by accident you know, people who have HBO just be having HBO for Game of Thrones and all kind of other bullshit. But nine times out of ten, if a man has showtime, it's for a reason. Um, that said, Fury with his big mouth, his big persona, oh, he's going to do wonders on ESPN. Oh, they could put him in promos and ads, have him go fight some little bum look pretty and do all his little fancy little handwork and talk a bunch of shit. He's great. They smart, man. This is a smart move is all this is. This ain't got nothing to do with really competitive boxing. He's not fighting Wilder next. He never wanted to fight Wilder next. I said it immediately after any of the homies that tell you. Immediately after I've been saying that here also. The fight psychological advantage ain't nothing like getting hit hard. I don't give a fuck if you was able to Kind of worm your way out of shit Oh he barely missed That boy was hitting hard and he dropped me twice You see that's that's a thing Getting dropped twice You know by a dude Like man that's like a drop me You know that's a This is mental going on You think do it look by what's happened After a fight does it look like Wilder Is hesitating to get back in there With him Because really what what's Fury going to do He ain't going to knock him out What's he going to do? Be more elusive? The likely more, what's more likely to happen is Wilder developed his game plan more. Had never been seen a fighter anything close to Fury. Fury didn't seen a lot of clubbing fighters like Wilder, but how many Furies do you come across as a heavyweight? Zero. That are six foot eight and 260 pounds? Zero. That can move? Zero. You don't see a Fury. So chances are that Wilder's able to improve upon what he's going to do more. Wilder probably never even seen a dude bigger with longer arms than him like that, moving like that, doing all them tricks. Completely new to him, foreign to anyone. You even seen Vladimir Klitschko like, man, what the fuck is this? So, you know, all that said, man, it's not going to happen next. I've been saying that the whole time. And that's a, and that's a damn shame. Um, but I understand it. I understand it. The business, the game, serious set, eighty mil. I think the number is. 
I ain't mad at that at all. But like like you said, once somebody knocks your ass out or knocks you down twice and you got to look around, you see the stars and you get up by the hair, your chinny, chin, chin, think about it and think this was an easy, easy move. So we'll see how it goes. I'm not saying it's definitely not going to happen. I haven't heard anything from Wilder. They kept on saying next week, next week, we should be hearing something. We should be hearing something. But, but we haven't. So. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Let's go to the next topic. We got announcement. Lomachenko's next opponent. Now, he was supposed to fight. We saw him win the belt in the Kovalev undercard, I believe, because I was there. We saw him knock out that guy in the first round, maybe, or the second round. And I picked up on something he said, and I told the guys around there, he's not about to fight Lomachenko next because they announced before the fight, whoever wins this will be fighting Lomachenko next and he said he hurt his hand now he went in there and he just gave this guy easy work knocked his ass out and he said he broke his he he messed up his hand so he might have got some little surgery that's what they say if I was him I'm not gonna win a fight you know you cry this is the best time of your life you're feeling great and you give up the next fight, you know, you got to fight the toughest fight of your life again on the next fight. Usually I'll give a guy another fight. So I'm not mad at him dodging this fight, and I think that's what it is. I don't know if his hands messed up. They said he had a minor procedure done. Minor procedure probably means there's no scars, which means it's probably bullshit. But I'm not mad at him. You, you fought your whole life for this, uh, for this belt. You should be able to defend it the way you want to defend it before you get in the, in, the, in there with monsters. I'll give him that. But Lomachenko is fighting some guy, Anthony Corolla, from the U.K., 34 and 6. He's only been knocked out one time. He has 13 KOs. This guy, he's fought for the WBA lightweight title one time he lost against Linares unanimous decision twice he fought him again unanimous decision so I don't know what I I don't really know too much about this guy Uh, JP are you interested in this at all do you agree do you think Comey is really hurt do you agree that he should be able to dodge dodge a big fight one time did you agree with that at all? And what do you feel about this? And what do you feel about this announcement? Uh, I ain't mad at Comey. He said he hurt. He hurt. Um, and it all goes back to what I just said about Fury. ESPN provides that platform where you're there for casuals. And Lomachenko's a bit of a tougher sell because he has no personality. But they can sell all this Matrix shit and how he's, you know, the most masterful boxer of all time and all the stuff they do with him. But, you know, him getting dropped and stuff don't help that. So he's, you need to stop that because 
I don't think they're planning now. You can start to have some sharks in the water around Lomachenko. You know, there's a number of guys that are starting to be sharks, starting to get in the water around them slowly but surely. You know, a year ago, we felt like Lomachenko wasn't no sharks in the water. Right now, you know, Tiafimo didn't emerge. Uh, you know, after seeing him get dropped, you ain't feeling so bad about Gravante in there. And um, another a number of other guys that are potentially be good opponents. But, <clears throat> you know, man, like I said, ESPN, they provide this spectacle, you know, because it's casuals. You know, this is a, you know, a sports channel. Uh, guy's going to come home on a Friday, Saturday night, hit ESPN to see his boxing on. Oh, it's that Lomachenko guy I heard about. And, yeah, we own. And then it's going to be us hardcores and the medium hearts and all of that. So, no, I'm not excited, but it's what I expect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not excited at all. This guy, Ring, has him ranked at number four. Uh, so maybe what he's not that bad, but I've really never heard of him. So we'll see what he got. Probably going to get worked. It's probably going to be one of those easy work outings again. Hopefully he doesn't quit, but he probably will. But we'll definitely discuss that. But I think that's all we've got in the boxing game as of now. JP, anything that we didn't hit that you know of or wanted to talk about? Uh, I've seen some itinerary pop up somewhere for Ugas Porter, so I know that's coming soon. I've seen that on maybe on a ticket sale, something like that. But Ugas Porter got to be coming soon. That's going to be amazing. Man, Sean is in deep, man. Sean stays in deep. Sean's easy work was Granados. And I don't know how you feel about Granados, but he ain't been an easy out for nobody. But that was Sean's easy fight. And he back in tough with this kind of, you know, black sheep guy. So that's going to be fun. Oh, we did miss a fight. And I knew there was a reason that we missed it on the zone. You know, we didn't mention the zone. We know these guys got fights every fucking weekend. And they usually bum off. And this one isn't any different. Brandon Bam Bam Rio. Oh, 35 and 4. What? 35 4 1, 26 knockout. Is fighting Humberto Soto, 68 oh, wow. and 9. With, and 68-9-2 with 37 KOs in Tijuana, Mexico. Sports on the zone. Bam Bam Rios, he's back. What do you feel about my man? What, how, how you feeling about that? I mean, is this sanctioned in California? Where is this thing at? TJ? Uh, yeah, Tijuana. Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't even know that. Did you just say that? My bad. Man, because I'm thinking like, because I'm like, who could let these two fucking, these niggas is like Beavis and Butthead at this point. You know, like their brains are scrambled. And like these two, this is a death match. The loser goes on to a wheelchair and drool in applesauce. Is, I mean, look. 
that's what it is, applesauce. The loser gets applesauce. The winner probably gets applesauce, too. Well, remember we saw Brandon Rios knock a guy out not too long ago, so he's been on a bum knockout spree. He knocked out uh, – Oh, God. That's, this is the, some, some savage Ray, shit. Raymond Alvarez. Hey, he fought, no he fought Rios, he was a headliner over Jarrell Miller. He was the headliner, Clarissa Shields. Dude, I remember that. Brandon Rios has probably taken Bam the Bam equivalent. Rios. Come on, give him some respect. <sighs> He's probably taken the equivalent of head trauma <laughs> to being hit by like a fucking car. I mean, like this man has taken a tremendous amount of head trauma, man, undocumented amounts. If they did a study on this nigga CTE levels and shit like that, man, he'll put the NFL to shame. Like, them niggas will be mm. like, oh, well, y'all ain't nothing wrong with y'all. Look at his shit. This nigga shit all black. <laughs> you know, on the goddamn X-ray yeah. or whatever. <laughs> his shit all black. So oh, got that man. Wild. Anyway, man. Everybody, they I'm to, sorry. They need to put him in solitary. You might have that Christmas wild. You never man. know with these guys. I don't mean none of that, man. I hope these brothers be all right. It's a, it should be a rock'em, sock'em robot. I should say that. I ain't too interested in seeing it. The skill level too low for my liking. Yeah, I'll probably going to check this out. It'll probably be a highlight knockout. I'll probably check out the highlight knockout, but it's on the zone. You know, the Jesus zone Christ. and showtime. The zone and showtime has been giving us boxing every weekend so far pretty much. Uh, they've been putting it on for 19. Like you said, this is PBC season. So, yeah, let me see when this Porter, Lawrence fighting Porter. That's March 9th. So, yeah, we're very close. March 9th. After that, we got the Spencer Garcia. Yeah. PBC Lawrence season. fighting next week. Next week. So, yeah, that's in two weeks. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's no, two weeks. Lawrence Porter, fighting. That's what I'm with. Who yeah, who got Porter? Yeah, that's in two. That's in two weeks, on the night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. we got a lot of we got some fights to talk about, man. We got some fights to talk about, but yeah, that's it on the boxing tip. Like he said, uh, we like RC said before he took off. We've got Rockets versus Lakers tomorrow. You know, LeBron growing James is out there. LeBron Diva James. You know, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. out here. Yeah, he's Goat out here. James. I know you're Goat LeBron James. fan. Yeah, now he's probably last year he probably wasn't the goat. This year he's the goat. You guys spitting in the face Goat of Kobe James. Bryant, spitting in Goat the face James. of Kobe Bryant, which is which is ridiculous. If y'all from LA, I don't even understand that. But that's me. The king there. of the south. They get the play. King of the south. Call him Goat James. You know who y'all king is, right? Yeah, DJ Screw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp is the king of the South. No, no, no. Shannon Sharp. <laughs> hey, I missed him on. Hey, I missed him on the what's McCallis the other day. I, hey, I check Shannon Sharp all the. I, I listen to him all, all the time. I, I'm not hating on him, but he ain't the king of the South, though. He's just pure foolery at all times, but. Well, he's, Shannon Sharp is currently the king of the foolery. South. He's the king how. of the South right now, Willa. I don't know how. I don't know how, but you know who the king of L.A. is? You know who the king of L.A. is? Blueface. (laughs) Blueface. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, 
Hey, you know who the king of L.A. is? Blue face. Hey, I don't even know. I see this kid all over Twitter and Instagram. I have no idea what he does. I know he raps, but I've never heard a song. Hey, come on, y'all. The king of L.A. right now Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre. Snoop Dogg, we'll take. Shit, we ain't Nipsey. We'll take Nipsey and J Rock, J Rock, shit like that. They all, hey, they all busting with him, dog. So yeah, man. But yeah, they about to get whooped by Harden and the boys. I think Capella, if, if definitely if Capella's back, y'all got no chance. If we've got if Capella's out, y'all might be all right. Harden I'm gonna say this, forty five, probably. I follow forty five. I follow this YouTube channel called Zemo Pierto, right? And it's for um, it's for uh, all the it gives you all the NBA highlights every night, every all games, just the baskets. Zemo Pierto, right? So I've been following this channel for a while, and I go in and I get to watch every NBA game, just every bucket though. So the each each team versus team is about a nine to ten minute clip. Man, over this time, dog, I've been watching, you know, the Rockets when they play. I have to say this. I ain't never seen nothing like James Harden. When you get to see every bucket this man makes, it's nothing you've ever seen before. And I'm watching everybody in the whole fucking league. Like on this, when, with the, the the advantage of having this channel. I can Did they show the free throws? The no free throws. No free throws. Just buckets. Okay. But, dog, watching James just get to to the top of the key, I mean, he give it to you. I mean, what you want, six dribbles between the leg, then step back on you? Or do, what do you want, two, then I, then I go, then I kick back? I mean, how do you want it? And he just serving, just serving, niggas. I ain't never seen, and it's all ISO. Ain't no help, ain't no pick. It's just I'm finna serve you however you want. I ain't never seen nothing like this shit. Now, I done seen, you know, the Iverson, the Jordan, the Kobe. And, then you know, you, it's imaginable what they did, what Kobe did. It's a, You can see a cat, like, you know, pull up, go to the rim. But what James is doing, like, put you on a yo-yo, put you, I don't know what, how he mesmerized this nigga. I done seen James this year hit niggas with about a 6'7", just between the legs, just... Boom, 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 boom. Step back three. Water. <laughs> Ice water. It's, it's shit crazy, man. This boy. And then when you try to fuck with you try to play him too close, I'm to the rim. No problem. Left hand. And then we got teardrops. We got runners. We got, man, that boy game is something I never seen, man. And I'm going to just leave it at that. That's too, that's enough. Hey, Chris Paul said he's the best player he's ever seen. Offensive player, you know, people got mad at that. I've been saying for a while, this guy's, this guy, he does, you know, there's guys that could do it like him, but the way, like you said, the way he does it is is, is sort of spectacular. You know, Tracy McGrady was the top scorer, MJ mm-hmm. was the top scorer, Kobe was the top scorer, but like you said, they just going to a spot pulling up. You know, yeah, it's imagine little crossover. Yeah, you know, they're doing that. James Harden yeah, is like a taking, video game. Yeah, he's I, uh, uh, 
whichever way he's going to jerk you, whichever way you want to go, he's going the opposite way, money. And he hasn't and, and he has had Capella. When he, gets Cap- when he gets Capella, that's when they start doing the pick. And their pick and roll oh, yeah. is unstoppable. Yeah, but it's like off him, the dribble, you know, though, dog. It's like yeah. I'm going to break you off the dribble. Like we've seen Iverson kind of use some of his game off the dribble, but not like this, man. This like every time down the floor. Like, man, you don't see a guy have this much isolation buckets and everybody know what's coming. It's something you don't see, man. Follow that channel, though. Hey, yeah, what what was that again? Hey, shoot me that on something. I might want to look at that. Because I really yeah, don't have time to look channel. at motherfucking man. Yeah, shoot me that oh, on, no. like, Twitter or something. Man. For sure. But definitely, man, well, thank everybody for listening again. Thank you, RC, for calling in. He has some shit to do. Thank you, JP, for rocking with us today. Uh, anything you got before we leave? You know, y'all got the show schedule or anything like that? Are y'all just still nothing, sir? But uh, check out there for iTunes for us. Uh, Willa, he he's been on. He's gonna be a guest uh, as we can get him. Uh, Relatively Black and Fat podcast iTunes, y'all follow me, Heavy Handed J on Twitter. For sure, for sure. And comment, like, share, do all that stuff. We're definitely we're. Pushing for that YouTube soon, making that push, making that jump. So y'all keep on rocking with us. Outside of this boxing podcast midweek, we out. <laughs>